Welcome to Christian Talk with Eric Thompson, a thoughtful podcast helping Christians navigate life. A podcast for Christ, covering faith, family, political issues, using God's Word, the Bible. The victory is ours. Let our light shine before others so they may glorify our Father in heaven. Welcome to Christian Talk with Eric Thompson. Hi, welcome to another Christian Talk podcast. Thank you so much for joining me. It's Tuesday, February 22nd. I got my coffee. It's early here in California. Hopefully you guys got yours. This is our Coffee with Christians podcast, Monday through Friday. If you want to get a hold of me, head head over to the website, christiantalk.life. christiantalk.life. On this podcast, uh, we're going to go over the idea that our lives, the way that we function as human beings is is in 24-hour periods, and that's why God said in the beginning, the end of day one, the end of day two, 24-hour periods. And Jesus said what? When the disciples said, teach us how to pray, he said, our Father who's in heaven, hallowed be thy name, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. In James 4, 13 through 15, James wrote, Now listen, you who say today or tomorrow we will go to this or that city and spend a year there and carry on business and make money. Why? You don't even know what will happen tomorrow. What is your life? You are a mist that appears for a while and then vanishes. Instead, you ought to say, if it's the Lord's will, we will live and do this or that. I think a lot of Christians are burnout. They're trying to run on the hamster wheel with the world because the world says what? Take all you can take, get what you can get, make money, get prestige, get promoted. And, and there's this, this I, 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 when Jesus, when we get to Philippians two, we're, we're going to go over it again, that being God humbled himself, being obedient to death on a cross So why do we get all wrapped up trying to be somebody in the world? There's a saying I have, which some people maybe don't like, but if your pastor is cool, if if your pastor is known for being cool, but in in his ministry, which is not his, it's supposed to be the Lord's, but you can never get a hold of him, and God forbid if it's a her, which obviously would not fit in scripture. But, it, but if he's not a servant, if, he's, if, he's, if people like your pastor and if he's funny, and, but he never serves, then I would find another church. And we'll get to that in a second. But James says, hey, focus on today. Elsewhere in scripture says, Today has enough problems of its own. So don't get all worried about everything. Focus on today. 
So we'll start in Psalm 121 to get rolling here. Our help comes from the Lord. I lift up my eyes to the mountains. Where does my help come from? My help comes from the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. He will not let your foot slip. He who watches over you will not slumber. Indeed, he who watches over Israel will neither slumber nor sleep. The Lord watches over you. The Lord is your shade at your right hand. The sun will not harm you by day nor the moon by night. The Lord will keep you from all harm. He will watch over your life. The Lord will watch over your coming and going both now and forevermore. Our help is from the Lord. Our trust has to be in the Lord. Jesus said that he didn't entrust himself to any man because he knew it was in the heart of men. In our, our dependence has to be on Jesus. And if you're blessed to be married, then you, you partner together in your one flesh walking together to bring glory to God. And that is key because we're not supposed to be like the world and we're not supposed to love the world. So here's in Philippians 2, and then we're going to get to Genesis 2 here in a second because this is our morning one, so I want to keep it respectful of your time. But it's, it's important because I think the key to Christianity is humility. And then through humility, you, need a, you know you need a Savior. You come to the cross by faith. You believe. You're adopted in the family of God. You become a co-heir with Christ. You then are a light in the world, you're a saint, and you are someday going to be, and we all will be, in the Lord's presence. So Paul wrote to the Philippians, imitate Christ's humility. Therefore, if you have any encouragement for being united in Christ, if any comfort from his love, if any common sharing, sharing in the spirit, if any, any tenderness and compassion... And Paul told the church there, make my joy complete by being like-minded, having the same love, being one in spirit and one mind. Do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit. Rather, in humility, value others above yourselves, not looking for your own interests, but each of you to the interest of others. In your relationships to one another, have the same mindset as Christ Jesus, who, being in the very nature God, do not consider equality with God something that he could use for his advantage. Rather, he made himself nothing. Remember John the Baptist told his disciples, hey, there is the Lamb of God you spoke about. Yes, he must increase and I must decrease. Follow him. Verse 7, rather, Jesus made himself nothing, taking on the very nature of a servant, being made in human likeness, and being found in appearance as a man, he humbled himself, being obedient to death, even death on a cross. Therefore God exalted him to the highest place and gave him a name that is above every name, that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow. Listen to this. In heaven... On earth, under the earth, in hell. Every tongue 
acknowledge that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. So this is why the common confession in 1 Timothy 3.16, by common confession, we, the the Christ followers, we confess that the mystery of godliness is great, that Jesus appeared in the flesh, justified by the Holy Spirit, seen by angels, proclaimed among the nations, believed on throughout the world, was taken up in glory. And that is our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. 1 John 2.15 then. He wrote, do not love the world or anything in the world. If anyone loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. And that's, that is as straightforward as it can be. So to recap, and then we'll, we'll go into Genesis 2. I feel like the Lord wants us to slow down today, reset Focus on what do I do today for the kingdom? How can I learn more about Christ? How can I, how can I be more Christ-like through my sanctification process? How can I minister to my friends, my family, my coworkers, even people online? What, what things are, are maybe set apart or set aside that I can do Maybe there's a bulletin that says today, on Tuesday, there was a, there's a feeding the homeless in two hours. And you've never done it. You never thought about it. But today is the day. If that's what the Lord's leading you to do. Because at the end of the day, that's where the pro, a lot of Proverbs are read. And that's what Billy Graham used to do. Psalm in the morning, Proverbs at night. Is at night you get to reflect and say, Wow. I'm a child of God, and I made a difference today for Jesus' sake. All right, here we go. Genesis 2. Genesis 1 yesterday was, in the beginning, Elohim, one God and distinct, three distinct personalities said, let there be light, made everything. Light, darkness, land, seas, animals, fruits, vegetables, trees, and then we finally get down to after the animals and everything and the, and, the, and the stars and the sun and the moon and everything's in place, Adam is created out of the dust. Later on, Eve. And then when we get to chapter 2, verse 1, thus the heavens and the earth were completed in their vast array. So by the seventh day, God had finished his work that he had been doing. So on the seventh day, God rested from all of his work. Then God blessed the seventh day and made it holy because on it he rested from his work of creating what he had done. Of creating that it, what he had done, yeah. So here we go. Chapter 2 is a recap, filling in some of the gaps. It's like taking a sketch and adding some paint to it. But here's the key thing about 2 that I want you to take away. In verse 8 it says, the Lord God had planted a garden in the east in Eden, and there he put the man he had formed. So Adam's by himself. And the Lord God made all kinds of trees out of the ground, and trees were pleasing to the eye and good for the food. In the middle of the garden were the tree of life and the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Verse 15, the Lord God took the man, put him in the garden to work it and take care of it. 
And the Lord God commanded the man, you're free to eat from any tree in the garden, but you must not eat from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, for when you eat from it, you will certainly die. Pretty straightforward, right? Hey, Adam, don't eat from the tree. But then verse 18, the Lord God said, you know, it's not good for Adam to be alone, for man to be alone. I'm going to make him a helper suitable. So the Lord God formed out of the ground all wild animals and birds in the sky. He brought them to the man to see what he would name them. And whatever the man called each living creature, that was its name. So the man gave names to the livestock, the birds, the birds in the sky, and all wild animals. But for Adam, no suitor, suitable helper was found. So the Lord God caused the man to fall into a deep sleep. And while he was sleeping, he took one of man's ribs and closed up the place with flesh. Then the Lord God made a woman from the rib he had taken out of the man and brought her to the man. And Adam said, this is now bone of my bones and flesh of my flesh. She shall be called women for she was taken out of man. This is why a man leaves his father and mother and is united to his wife and they become one flesh and they were naked and felt no shame. So Adam now is in the garden. He's given instructions. Eve comes. They are one. But we're going to find out in the, the next couple chapters that Adam was responsible to tell Eve and that she could understand the brevity of it. Don't eat of that tree or you will die. Satan is in the garden. We're going to see in the next chapter. And all he has to do is just go to Eve and say, did God really say? So we'll get to that. If somebody says that to you, or something comes into your mind ever, did God really say, does God really mean that in his word? Is that really true? It comes from the father of lies. And you have to take the thoughts captive and say, yes, God says this. Yes, he said it. Yes, I know the culture says the opposite. I know I'm called a, I'm called cruel things because I stick with what God said. But remember, we're not to love the world because we're not of the world. But Jesus said, Father, don't take the believers out of the world. Keep them in the world, but keep them from the evil one. So keep that in mind today as, as you're going, okay, yes, today I'm going to focus on today. And then I'm going, obviously we have to plan out, but, but make sure each day is your focus because if the Lord takes you home tonight, then your, whatever plans you were determined to do and stressing that was stressing you out and, and was taking you away from your peace, obviously is not from God because we're supposed to put our yoke yoke up with Jesus and he would pull the weight and we would walk with him straight and stay on the right path. All right, let's finish up here. Psalm 103, one through six. 
Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all of his benefits. Who forgives all your iniquities. Who heals all your diseases. Who redeems your life from destruction. Who crowns you with loving kindness and tender mercies. Who satisfies your mouth with good things. So that your youth is renewed like the eagle's. God executes righteousness and justice for all who are oppressed. So hope you guys have a blessed day. I do have two sponsors here I want to mention to you because they're going to help you financially and give you good products. They're, these are no-brainers. If you want to bless my podcast, give us a little bit more resources to grow, that would be great. My wife and I, a year and a half ago, switched off of T-Mobile because they said the bills would be lower than AT&T, but what happened was if any time I went over on the data, they would charge me. My bill would go more than AT&T used to be. So I kept hearing about a company called Pure Talk. A veteran CEO is a veteran. I'm a Marine Corps veteran. So I said, well, okay, um, let me check them out. I went over there. I signed up, and they sent me SIM cards in the mail. I, they, they, I popped them in my regular phones. I didn't leave. I didn't get new phones. I kept my same phone numbers. And when I turned the phones back on, Pure Talk was at the top. But the thing is, hundreds of thousands of people are leaving AT&T, Verizon, T-Mobile like we did because they're sick of paying high prices. And you by simply switching to puretalk.com, you get the same 5G network you're on right now. You have the same phones, same phone numbers, same towers, same number of bars, same Wi-Fi, except the average family saves over $800 a year and since most people don't switch that often, often if you go 10 years like I plan on, that's $8,000 plus we're saving getting the same quality of service by going through Pure Talk USA. Same coverage, same phone number, same everything. It, the biggest differences is if you go over, let's say for some reason you're, you're traveling and you or the kids or someone is using a lot of bandwidth, they don't charge you for it that month. That you don't get a huge bill all of a sudden. My bill for three phones is sixty-three bucks a month. So do me a favor. Go to puretalk.com. When you check out, use my promo code. It's going to bless our our, our podcast here. Three letters. You put in F L S for Liberty's sake. Three letters. F L S at checkout, and you're going to get fifty percent off your first month on Pure Talk, which is about 50% of what you were paying. And that makes that first bill really a non-issue. Customer service is in the Atlanta, Georgia area. Nice people, I'm just good English. You can understand them, no problem. CEO's a U.S. veteran and they're a top-rated wireless company. So puretalk.com, promo code FLS. Or if you're driving around and you forget this, remember getpuretalk.com. It'll get you over there also. And I appreciate you guys checking out, but it's a no-brainer. Why wouldn't you want to save $800 a year as a family doing nothing? You're getting the same exact tower coverage, same number of bars, Wi-Fi, hotspot. Your bills just go down, and you're not supporting a company or companies over there at AT&T, Verizon, or T-Mobile that are supporting causes that we disagree with as Christians. PureTalk.com. Promo code is FLS. The other one is MyPillow.com. MyPillow.com, over 150 different items. Great couple up in Minnesota. I've been very blessed to work with them. If you want to get, I use the pillows, the mattress topper, the sheets, the towels. I got the robe. 
Check them out. You're going to be very happy. Great prices. Support Mike Lindell is 2,500 employees in our podcast. So just go to MyPillow.com. Guess what the promo code is? FLS, the same thing. On the homepage, go to the radio specials. They've got clean, uh, clear out specials. But check out the pillows, the mattress topper, the sheets, and the towels, and the other items. And by putting promo code FLS in, you'll get up to 66% off or more. And we get blessed by you for doing that. So again, puretalk.com, promo code FLS, mypillow.com, promo code FLS. So God bless you guys. So remember, make today about Jesus. Focus on today. Spend time in the word, prayer, and get your joy just clicking in high gear and make a difference for Christ's sake. So God bless you. Take care.